Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey told Congress on Wednesday that the social media giant is looking at blockchain to potentially help it fight fraud. Good evening. I'm Stan Higgins, and this is Late Confirmation from Coindesk, bringing you the top stories from September 6th. IBM is working with an organization that advocates for the creation of a new human right, the right to data ownership. And finally, officials in China are looking to use blockchain as part of a system for tracking the movement of convicts. And today we'll also speak with Coindesk research analyst Peter Ryan about the recent market downturn for cryptocurrencies. You know, people are scratching their heads as to why did this happen? Is there a reason or is this just part of the natural cycle of uh, crypto? But first, a word from our sponsor. Master financial technology online with the 10-week Oxford FinTech program. Interacting with an international cohort of business leaders and over 60 guest experts, you'll gain a practical introduction to key financial technologies and their business applications. Find out more at OxfordExecFintech.com. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey appeared before two congressional committees on Wednesday, one in the House, another in the Senate, to address issues ranging from Russian election interference to alleged anti-conservative bias. Dorsey was asked about potential applications for blockchain with a specific mention to the crypto scams that are prevalent on social media platforms like Twitter. In response, Dorsey, who is also the CEO of the payment platform Square, said that people in the company are working on such issues, but that, quote, we haven't gone as deep as we'd like just yet in understanding how we might apply this technology to the problems we're facing at Twitter. What this indicates is that, yes, the social media company is looking at potentially applying the technology, but how and where remains to be seen. Tech giant IBM is pursuing another blockchain-based data play, but this project has a decidedly humanitarian bent. IBM is working with Humanity.co on its hashtag My31 app, which is designed to give users more control over their personal data. It's the latest in a series of similar projects IBM has been involved in. Others include SecureKey, a bank consortium building a digital ID system in Canada, and Sovereign, contributor of the Indie Toolkit for Hyperledger-based blockchains. As such, the partnership with Humanity is a strong signal that Big Blue sees long-term business value in this use case for distributed ledgers. The Humanity.co Global Consent Ledger records the granting and revocation of permission to use someone's data. It's built on the IBM blockchain platform using Hyperledger Fabric. 
Both Humanity Co. and IBM are also planning to collaborate with Sovereign. City officials in China are looking to use blockchain as part of a new surveillance system. The Justice Department of Zongzhan says it has launched a blockchain-based system that can monitor the movements of ex-prisoners to improve the quality of so-called community correction, according to local media on Thursday. The technology has apparently been deployed across various community service centers where parolees are required to check in and complete daily duties. The department said it developed and applied the blockchain system in an effort to provide up-to-date data on each ex-convict's movements around the clock. The Justice Department claimed that the technology is able to reduce the manpower burden that is traditionally required to physically follow parolees when ensuring they are obeying laws and performing community service. As Coindesk previously reported, an internet court in the city of Hangzhou has already recognized the nascent technology as an authorized way for evidence deposition. The most important conference in crypto is coming to Asia later this month. Coindesk's consensus conference lands in Singapore on September 19th and 20th. Join more than 75 speakers and 50 sponsors for two days of powerful insights, industry announcements, and cross-industry networking opportunities. It's all happening in Singapore, September 19th and 20th. You can register today at coindesk.com slash events. And now we're joined by Coindesk research analyst Peter Ryan, who will share his perspective on uh, recent crypto price developments, which in recent days, for those that haven't been watching, uh, saw the price of Bitcoin drop below 7000 and uh, currently, according to Coindesk's Bitcoin price tracker, is hovering uh, just above $6,400. So welcome, Peter. Thanks for having me. Uh, so I guess, you know, to start for our listeners who um, maybe they haven't been watching the price in the last few days, uh, what's what's been happening? Yeah, so the crypto markets as a whole have taken a pretty big hit. We're looking at about um, $200 billion for the entire crypto market as it stands, uh, which is just near its $190 billion low of this year. And so... There is blood in the streets. Uh, something is not right. Um, so there's a few uh, coins that we can list here, like Bitcoin is down 13%. Uh, ETH is down 20%. Litecoin is down 19%, uh, just to name a few. And, you know, people are scratching their heads as to why did this happen? Is there a reason or is this just part of the natural cycle of uh, crypto? And, um, you know, I know in recent days, uh, you know, some of those theories have included uh, reports that Goldman Sachs is uh, possibly abandoning its crypto trading desk plans. Um, others have tried to tie these actions to a recent decision by Shapeshift, the cryptocurrency exchange, uh, to begin rolling out, um, you know, a new model for memberships for their users. Um, but I guess, you know, on you know a wider scale, you know, we're seeing these actions in Bitcoin, um, Ethereum, and other cryptocurrencies. Um, I mean, based on, you know, what you guys are, are looking at on the research side, I mean, are these, you know, price actions having any you know, bigger effects on like kind of the wider ecosystem? Or, you know, I guess like, you know, what are the implications of, uh, of these price developments from, from your perspective? Yeah, I think these are more uh, short-term shocks uh, to the system. Uh, while the Goldman Sachs uh, postponement of a trading desk is something to uh, be potentially worried about in terms of institutional investors getting their foot in the door. Um, the language around it was more so postponing. And so they're not um, taking 
crypto off the table for themselves. Uh, they're just trying to wait and see how the regulatory environment develops. As we know, a lot of businesses in the space are uh, uncomfortable with not a lot of frameworks and roadmaps laid out and want to have that come first before they actually put their toe in the water. Sure thing, and I believe as uh, you know, uh, the report from Business Insider was uh, was who reported on that. Um, where what they had also noted that uh, you know Goldman Sachs is still working on their crypto custody solution. So you know, like you said, Coinbase isn't you know just kind of taking their chips and walking away. But you know, it seems that on, at least on the trading side of things, um, the regulatory realities are you know kind of having a bit of a <clears throat> bit of a longer term effect than maybe they originally planned. Yeah, and while uh, the Goldman news is definitely, um, you know, could be partly the reason for these prices going down, I think that if if there are reasons to this that we can pinpoint, it might have to do with uh, some enormous volume that came onto the market uh, from the Bitcoin and ETH side of things. Uh, we know that there's a mysterious Silk Road wallet uh, out there that's worth about $802 million. Uh, and reportedly about 14% of those holdings uh, went to exchanges to be uh, spent. Uh, additionally, we saw just about 300,000 ETH uh, sent to exchanges and sold, and this you know, dropped the price of ETH down to somewhere near um, you know, the low 200 level. So um, yeah, these huge um, introductions of volume into different exchanges definitely probably spooked a lot of people uh, and probably caused a little bit more of a massive sell-off than uh, was expected. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's it's definitely worth noting that, you know, in, in the case of some of these cryptocurrencies, you know, like ETH, Ether especially, um, you know, the price action we're seeing now basically, you know, kind of undoes basically, you know, all of the price developments going back as far as the fall when kind of this bull run that we saw peak in the early winter of this year um, starting to reverse. Uh, so I guess, you know, it's something for our listeners to watch and we'll we'll see how the markets play out in the next week. So thank you for joining us, Peter. Thanks for having me. Late Confirmation is brought to you by Oxford University's Said Business School. You can now study fintech entirely online with Oxford University's Said Business School. The 10-week program gives you the tools you need to build the future of transactions and commerce. You'll explore emerging technologies that will disrupt marketplaces and financial services, and examine the state of the industry and plan disruptive intra- and entrepreneurial interventions. Throughout the program, you'll be exposed to key ideas, principles, and frameworks from CEOs of leading startups, corporate leaders, and instructional leaders at the forefront of research in the space of future commerce and transactions. Find out more at OxfordExecFintech.com. For more on today's stories and to subscribe to our newsletter, check out Coindesk.com. You can find us on Twitter at Coindesk, and if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. For Coindesk, I'm Stan Higgins, and this has been Late Confirmation. The Podglomerate. Sonic Universe.